Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. You want those idiots who believe in analytics? Yes, I am. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio. It's too many to mention now, Jason. Just going to say Visa.com, however you take us in. Um, Jason Weingarten to come momentarily. We'll talk baseball with him. Brady Cannon, who hosts the Lombardi line at the top of the hour, also the host of Long Shots. Brady uh, moseys on into the studio early, so as punishment, we make him get on set with us and talk golf. Uh, Andy McNeil will join us. A rare Wednesday with Andy McNeil, but we won't have a chance to talk to Andy that many more times um, because, of course, the Stanley Cup final is uh, underway, and who knows, for all we know, Tampa Bay is just going to roll the Canadians. By the way, Nick Kyrgios gets through. Beats Hugo and Bear in five sets, 9-7. Got it done um, there. Again, I I lost a 12-12 fifth setter in a tiebreaker the other day, which was just brutal. Um, We get tweets at beating the book. Let's uh, let's go to the tweets. Uh, Philip Shanzer, you going to do any Tour de France coverage? Uh, probably not. If I'm being honest, probably not. But you know, if there's enough, if there's enough of the thirst for that, we were surprised. Jason and I were surprised by the Olympics love yesterday. People were digging the the gold medal count. Well, Drew Drew Densick really you know dug deep on that. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. No Tour de France coverage really, to be honest with you, uh, uh, planned. Uh, Philip Forrest Lehman, uh, if I was Devin Booker, I'd be mighty careful. Clearly, he's next. Said tongue-in-cheek, but of course, clearly, that's the case with the NBA players. If you are an elite superstar, watch your back. How about the Suns, the only team unscathed now, it looks like. Booker broke his nose, and Chris Paul had two days of COVID protocol, but 
That's unscathed in these NBA playoffs. Philip Shanzer comes back. He goes, by the way, as an aside, do you know what a Michigan disassociated person is from the ads you read? I finally looked it up. Crazy. I was like, no, I don't. Uh, do you know what it is, Jason? Were you aware of what it was? He came back. He says it's someone who puts themselves voluntarily on a list, permanently banning themselves from going into a casino in Michigan. Learn something new every day. Thank you for that, Philip. Uh, this is from, again, all the tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate it. Um, Michael Baum. Gil, I was wondering, this is what I was alluding to with Dan Weston. Gil, I was wondering if you could answer a question for me at Wimbledon. How don't they finish the suspended matches before they start new ones? And Mickey Moran beat me too because they keep it scheduled day games uh, and uh, fit others into suit. And I agree with Dan Weston completely. First of all, it's a great question for Michael Baum. It is ridiculous that they do it the way they do it. Gael Monfils just won a first-round match over three days. And after his match was suspended the first day, they put him to the back of the line on day two. So you knew it had a huge chance of getting suspended with the weather forecast, and he had to win in three days. And as, as Dan pointed out, and then you have guys like, Nick, like Djokovic who just stroll into the third round. You have ladies' first-round matches that haven't started. It is, it's, it's just ridiculous. they got to do something about that. Metal Frog, Mr. Alexander. <laughs> I love when someone calls me that. My model has Giannis worth around six points above replacement based on 40 minutes, which makes the current line correct based on Trey playing and Giannis out. I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, I, don't, I don't disagree entirely with, with any of that. I just I think the point we're making is we don't know who's playing. We don't know if Giannis is playing. We don't know if Trey is playing. So for there to be an assumption based on anything is always a tricky game. Um. I like I like what your uh, what your model says though I don't have a problem with that. Uh, Kevin Bender Clippers minus one ten tonight. I have plus four sixteen for the series price. If you like the Clippers tonight, wouldn't the bet be Clippers series and then take the Suns money line game seven at plus four sixteen? You would still make more than taking minus one ten tonight, right? Well, we would have to know. It, it sounds good in theory. I guess we would have to know exactly what the money line on the Suns would be in game number seven, and then you would go from there. So offhand, I'm not sure what that spread would be, but that's how you would have to make that calculation because obviously if the money line is prohibitive, you wouldn't do it that way. Uh, let's see. do 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 uh, Martin Bands. Oh, I'll, I'll Ron Burgundy my way through this because Martin Bands always has something to say. Gil, come on, we get JT on. Oh, he's talking about uh, talking about Josh Towers. Just slide in one little Babbitt or swinging strike percentage to poke him and let the great sound bites roll. Come on, Gil, one time, bro. It's very true. I should probably do that just to tweak Josh. Josh and I used to have great analytics versus non-analytics. I would call them conversations, but they were uh, they were a little ugly. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, PJ Podiatron. Kyrios, closest equivalent. Antonio Brown, maybe? That's eh, pretty close. Except Kyrios is just, we get to see the meltdown in real time in front of all of us. Antonio, usually, his antics are, you know, away from the cameras. And then someone picks it up on camera, if you know what I mean. Skill Alexander, it's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Always appreciate the feedback at Beating the Book. Uh, let's bring him in from a cloud of smoke, under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. He's our point spread weekly contributor on baseball and beyond, and maybe, perhaps, some plans for a little short tidbit podcast on a daily basis. Jason, are you prepared to talk about this at all? Uh, yeah, it's 
it sounds like it's happening. I'm just just waiting, but it, it should be happening very soon. Jason Weingarten, by the way, to uh, say his full name. I failed to mention that. Uh, at Spreadopedia is where you can follow him on Twitter. Let me start with a question I asked Josh Towers moments ago, which is, all right, trade deadline, about a month away, exactly a month away. And that's the nice part about baseball is that trade deadline matters, and it really shifts the earth on its axis, the baseball earth. What is the team or two that you feel, and maybe you know those looking in futures markets, and, and that could apply to you and, and others as well, who you're like, okay, they're, they're not really uh, on folks' radar right now, but if they just made one key move or two key moves, they would actually, you know, meteorically rise. What, what's a team or two you might identify? I don't think there's a ton of teams that have moves, the ability to make deadline moves, high-priced deadline moves that are going to move the needle this year. I mean, the Yankees could go out and try to try to get some players that other teams are dumping. Um, but outside of them, I, I can't see a ton of teams really spending a ton of money at the deadline to compete. You know, I mean, the Giants need some guys, but they're not going to spend money. Oh, I don't know. They may. I think they might. We'll see. Um, that'll be very interesting to see if the Giants do, because they have a couple uh, needs to address as well. Here's the other thing I talked about yesterday, and you were really the impetus for this question because you you brought it up first. Uh, Garrett Cole and the drop-off of spin rate, he is the favorite to win the American League Cy Young. Let's say that his performance deteriorates, and we don't know that that's going to happen, right? But let's say it deteriorates enough where he will actually not win the Cy Young. And the question that I asked of Spore yesterday, that I asked of Mark Borchard, uh, and I think you saw the clip on both, was, you know, who else then would you bet? If I came to you from the future and said, hey, Cole didn't win this, guess who did? If you were a betting man today, and by the way, I know you are, where would you go with your bet? Well, if you were asking me who I think is most likely to win it at this at this moment outside of Cole, I would I would say the top two starting White Sox pitchers, Lance Lynn and Rodon, have the best second third best odds. They're probably most likely, but I don't think there's a ton of value back in either of them at less than ten to one. I don't think there's value on Glass now. He's injured, might not pitch again this season. Uh, Bieber is injured right now. So you, you just start looking down the list, and it's like I, I heard uh, was base winner say Robbie Ray yesterday at like 100 to 1. Yes. And it's like that's that's compelling. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. But you, for me, I kind of am getting to the point in the AL where I feel like I might rather have a basket of three or four guys at better than 50 to 1 odds than any of the favorites. I mean, you can get Jose Barrios at 50 to one. You can get Zach Granke at 80 to one, which I bet, you know, how is Zach Granke 80 to one on, you know, he's number one starter on the best team in the AL 80 to one Garrett Cole's best starter on a team that might not make the playoffs. He's minus 160. I just, I, I think there's value out there on a bunch of guys. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fascinating thing when you think about it because by the numbers, right? Like if you're looking again, the word value is an interesting one here because if you run the rest of the season a hundred times, does does Robbie Ray win it more than once? Maybe, maybe he does. Uh, does maybe the Blue Jays win the division? Yeah. 
Does Zach Greinke win it more than one in 80 times? Maybe. Maybe he does. But I always talk about this with, with awards, right? There has to be a narrative attached to it. You're right. Robbie Ray would have to start with the Blue Jays winning their division. Um, I, we've brought it up before in the whole National League. I think the starkest example is the National League MVP, which I've mentioned we've talked about on the show, which is, uh, I get it, Brandon Crawford's not as good as Fernando Tatis Jr., but how is Brandon Crawford not even listed, right? Like, it, it, it's... Sure, Fernando Tatis Jr. should be one of the uh, you know one of the favorites up there. But if if Brandon Crawford's not even listed, it shows you that a lot of this is just narrative. A lot of it is just what people fall in love with. And so that that's what I was saying about with the, the Robbie Ray thing yesterday. I respect Mark's numbers, but I just don't know like how do you get there? What's the line to get there? And it would have to start with the Blue Jays uh, division. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah, I mean, I think over the course of the second half of the season, we're almost exactly at 50% of the way through. Robbie Ray would have to be the best pitcher in the AL, you know, for the entire second half of the season, and the Blue Jays would have to make the playoffs. I'm not saying I don't see it happening. I'm just, it's not, it's not the highest bet on my list that I'd make. It's, it's, it's on the list. It's just not at the top. Um, the other guy, I, I was talking about this yesterday. I brought it up to like three or four different people just to get other people's opinion on it. Is Shohei Otani? Are we going to give him a shot at the Cy Young? Is, is there is there a path to him winning winning the Cy Young and the MVP? So we talked about that a little bit the other day, and and that's the thing. It's sure. like so Shohei for the Cy Young. By the way, he pitches tonight. He's sixty six to one, courtesy of BetMGM, to win the Cy Young. 20, obviously, two homers yesterday. We'll get to the MVP discussion. First of all, let's start with the MVP discussion, and then we'll dovetail or we'll, we'll go into Cy Young after that. But MVP, you think at this point, barring an injury, like if Shohei is just, you know, 75% of what he's been doing at this point, you think that award is done so. You think it is his period. I don't. I don't like to declare awards over because last season I declared Fernando Tatis the MVP with with about 20 games left, and Freddie Freeman came out of nowhere and wrestled it away from him. Mm-hmm. So just just as a policy, I don't I don't declare awards over early, but uh, I do look at the odds and I do look at the books that are more aggressive and moving their odds on a daily basis as opposed to the European models. And I use Westgate as one of my barometers, and Westgate currently has Otani at one to five. So they've basically said, "Don't don't bother coming in and trying to bet him with right, us anymore." Right. Yeah. Well, what about the notion? Do you think? I mean, we've already talked about. Wow, could we have two MVPs that are pitchers and Otani in the American League and Jacob Degrom in the NL? But what about the notion of? Well, okay, if this guy is the MVP. Do you think, because a lot of us have MVP tickets, some of us at really good numbers with Otani, some of us, uh, like myself, with much more modest ones at like 4-1, to one, and I even feel fortunate to have 4-1, to one, right? But what about the notion... I bet plus 105 this week. Yeah. I there, bet more at plus 105. There, yeah. you, there you go. So what about the notion, though, because you brought it up, is, and, and this is interesting, if they just decide uh, he's good enough to win the Cy Young, will there be some sort of deal where they'll be like, well, we'll just give him the Cy Young, we'll give the MVP to Vlad. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that would be sort of a travesty if they, they it would came up with an excuse like that. Because, I mean, the Cy Young, Cy Young is a pitching award, and the MVP is 
the award for you know being the best player, the most valuable, the different things. Um, if Otani deserves both, he'll get both. I'm just I'm just thinking out loud and saying, well, if he pitches 120 innings, has you know 100. 160 strikeouts or 12, 12.7, you know, K rate, K nine rate, which he already has. What, what benchmarks does he need to hit to be considered for side? Cause he's not going to pitch close to 200 innings, but how many guys in the AL are going to pitch 200 innings? And again, if Garrett Cole is one of the only guys who hits close to 200 innings, but they're 200 innings, you know, slightly above average with a lot of home runs and the Yankees missed the playoffs. Like, we're just going to give him the Cy Young because he pitched 200 innings and had 200 and something strikeouts. I don't, I don't really think that's that's the way the award should be voted on. But you know, Otani, you're looking just historically. Who was the last guy that won under 100 innings pitched? It was Eric Gagne. Yeah. Um, if you look at the last 20 years or so of Cy Young, only two guys pitched throwing under 200 innings won the award with under 200 innings. So it is a very uphill battle. I'm just wondering if, if there's nobody in the field that really runs away with it or really takes, takes the lead. I mean, is anybody going to vote for Kyle Gibson? Kyle Gibson is the best pitcher in the AL right now. He's 70 to one. He's 50 to one. Yeah, it's it's interesting to talk about sixty six to one on Otani, by the way, to win the Cy Young, courtesy of BetMGM. Um, you know, the other thing about this is the Angels are thirty eight and forty one, so you know, like. But so what's what's the Yankees' record? They're they're like forty and thirty eight. No, no, I know, I get it, but I'm, we're we're just saying, we're in the scenario now where if it's just Cole drops off, right? I mean, this is just a this is all hypothetical if Cole drops off, and he's not even part of the equation no, anyway. Cole, my, my my thing is Cole already has dropped off and shouldn't be minus 160. He should be like even money. I agree with that. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe 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 less. But he shouldn't be minus 160. There's nothing that there's nothing about him that I've seen in the last month that says this guy should be minus 160 over the entire AL uh, pitching field with with an entire half of the season to go. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting market it, of all of them because because I think I think somebody out of nowhere may take this. And I don't know if it's – I just think Otani is going to get MVP and not Cy Young. I, I mean, obviously, Cy Young is a long shot. But I, I really do think that's how this shakes out. And I think the MVP – he will be so compelling because he's so unique and so such a historical performance uh, doing everything in baseball this year, this year. And, again, leading the, leading the majors and homers with 28 being, you know, just chief among them, um, that it doesn't matter what the Angels' record is. Ultimately, they'll give him MVP, but – he he's not getting both if they suck. When we talked about Otani before the season, we talked we said twenty five thirty home runs yes. would be a good number for the entire season. He's there at the halfway point with double digit stolen bases, mm-hmm. and he's pitching once a week. I mean, it just Jason, we, I just keep repeating myself. You can you hear me? Yeah, no, go ahead. I'm go ahead. Finish your thought. Oh, I was just saying, I keep repeating myself the same stuff week after week. For for the last month or two, I kept saying, how is Otani? He was 8-1. to one. I was like, he's still 8-1. to one. He's still 4-1. to one. He's still even money. And now finally the last case reacted and figured it out. But, well, you know, you know, it just seems like... That's a great point. Oh, we, go on. We've said it for a few years now, right? Like, so Otani, I mean, I can remember his, you know, his first year, whatever it was, when, when he found out he was going to pitch and hit, saying... Exactly what you're saying. Well, if he hits, I remember my my numbers were if he hits 20 homers 
and gets 75 RBI and has like a 3.3 ERA and goes, I don't know, you know, 12 and 4, whatever it was. It was very modest on both sides. I was like, if you add up the war, would someone consider him for MVP? And now that it's just laughable to, you know, how, how lightly we tread on that and here we are with him and it's just it's amazing to watch and there on the side is Vlad Guerrero Jr. flirting <laughs> flirting with the triple crown and he's like hey triple crown does that mean anything anymore well not if not if Otani's doing what he's doing it probably doesn't um let's go to today's slate Jason before we get you out of here full slate uh what have you bet today I bet the Yankees Angels game over nine and a half runs um actually it's 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 slightly a little bit of an insurance play that if uh, somebody gives up a lot of runs in that game, it won't won't hurt me too bad today. But but mostly my full attention today is basically on that game and watching Otani pitch this afternoon at Yankee Stadium. I think uh, I think it's a, a a very big game for him for the futures market. And more importantly, we were talking about Cy Young. If he if he does have an outside chance to win the Cy Young. You know he's going to make that case with a, a a very big start tonight at Yankee Stadium, and I'm I'm just taking some insurance against that. I'm I'm betting the over. All right, so let me let me try to put this. Let me try to contextualize this. What is your biggest award win or what, of all time in baseball or otherwise for you? What year was it? What was the uh, probably Jordan? Uh, last year was pretty big with football, Tampa Bay. Herbert all happening at once. Where all would where would o, where would Otani winning MVP stack up against that for you? Um, if Otani wins MVP, I'm going to take the money and open up my own investment fund to invest in gambling companies. So pretty pretty high. <laughs> you're by the way, you're not you're not joking, are you? No, I'm not. I'm I'm absolutely not joking. If if Otani's MVP, I'm going to open up an investment fund for for investing. How do you? Have, um, wait, hold on. How do you envision that going? Like, what do you? What do you, what is your plan for something like that? So you use a, a fund, like an entity entity betting kind of thing. No, 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 no. Like basically, like a hedge fund where oh. I invest in gambling companies and stocks. Oh, oh and, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, my own my own hedge fund, basically. I see. I see. Well, you know what. Uh, just for that alone, I want Otani to win the MVP, not only for my ticket, but for you to start that, because that is a subject that you and I have always wanted to talk about on air. I think there's some rules and regulations about doing so, but that would be something that I would be all in on uh, with you, Jason. Consider me your first investor if that happens. Let's go, Shohei. But uh, Jason on the uh, the hedge tonight, anyway, going on the over. Slight hedge on that, anyway. Uh, a de facto hedge over on the Angels and the Yankees tonight between Otani and Herman. Uh that's the only thing you got tonight? That's it? That's it. I'm I'm gonna be watching that game. I've been uh, I've been in the soccer games all day during the day and uh you know my uh what do you call it? My dopamine levels are a little uh little maxed out after the last couple games. I'm I'm enjoying this little midweek break. Yes, I'm with you. I could use a nap today. Just too much midday soccer viewing. Uh Jason, always fascinating, always appreciated. Uh, enjoy your day off of, uh, you know, much of sports betting, and you'll resume shortly, I'm sure. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you later. Jason Weingard from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. Brady Cannon has meandered into the studio. We will talk golf with him, uh, Open Championship, and, of course, uh, PGA on a weekly basis. Not the most star-studded field this week. 
But we'll talk to Brady about it. He's got bets nonetheless on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my That's my dance, <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.
Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Back on A Numbers Game right here on a Wednesday morning. Gil Alexander, and uh, kind enough to join us in studio. He's doing the Lombardi line at the top of the hour with Michael Lombardi. And uh, I was mentioning, Brady, when you meander into the studio, we punish you by having to come on set. It's Brady Cannon, everybody. <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, good. I, I didn't know I meandered in, but that's cool. No, I don't know. Because, you know, you, you are, what I mean by that is, you are the guy, I would say, who comes in the studio earliest. Yeah, you know what it is? That's I think I live the furthest away. Oh. So if I hit a traffic jam or anything, you know, I got to make sure that I, uh, I, I get see. here in time. But I see. A little rain out on the west side today. I thought maybe I was going to be delayed, but. Last night when I drove home from uh, from primetime action, I don't know if you know this, this with Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. Uh, the wind was so bad on the freeway that you couldn't necessarily control your car either. Mm. And then the rain came, which was awesome. Nice to have some rain. Yes. Nice to not have four straight days of 115-degree weather. Yes. By the way, as I'm saying this, I'm sure people are like, oh, yeah, tough, yeah. tough break guys over there in Vegas. <laughs> um, do, you have a, do you have a rocket mortgage classic fever? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's palpable. <laughs> Who, you, know the, you know what's yeah. coming up in exactly six days? The match. Talk about fever. Oh, okay. So let's talk about that for us. Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Bryson DeChambeau versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Or as uh, Brooks Kepka said, sorry, bro. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> Sorry, bro. By the way, it should be interesting, though. So do you, do you think when that starts, you think you will be watching every second of it, and will you bet it? No and no. Really? I probably won't bet it, and I won't watch every second of it, but I'll certainly tune in. It'll be fun. Let me rephrase that question. Do you think you will watch every second of it and bet it? Because <laughs> I don't buy your answer. No, really? You don't think you will? I, I don't. And I'm actually going to do a write-up for VEASAN uh, over the weekend and, and handicap this match a little bit. But at first glance, Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau are probably the better two golfers. Minus uh, 189 on those two. Yeah, I saw minus 185. Yeah. Um, Nicholson and Brady plus 150 or so coming back. And I haven't, again, dived into it yet and figured out the handicap and if I would bet it or not. I would I would say probably I'm not going to bet it. I did make some bets on the the other matches for entertainment last year during quarantine. I mm-hmm. uh, bet on Matthew Wolf to have the longest drive in that matchup. That was a winner. And that was kind of before people knew that Matthew Wolf was so long off the tee. Everybody thought, oh, DJ and Rory are going to win the long drive. No. God, remember how, like, just starved for sports we were yes. at that time. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh my God, we got to watch this golf matchup. Then it's I had awesome. the dogs in the match too, which was mm-hmm. Ricky and Wolf, and it was decided by like closest to the pin at the end there. Yeah. You remember that? That was kind of a tough beat. Rory uh, won that by a couple of feet or so as far as getting closest to the pin. And then I did bet uh, the other match that I bet. Oh, I bet uh, Tiger and Peyton Manning against Phil and uh, Tom Brady. Uh, because Phil had beaten Tiger at Shadow Creek here in Las Vegas the year before. I bet on that, too. He was about plus 130. I thought that should have been a pick'em matchup. And then I felt Tiger was going to get his revenge. Mm-hmm. And Peyton Manning, a much better golfer than Tom Brady, so uh, won that one, too. But I don't know if I'm going to get involved in this one. God, when you just mentioned Tiger, I got a little uh, misty just thinking about it for a second. <laughs> like, yeah, I miss Tiger. Been a while, huh? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, since you bring it up. Mickelson, Brady, plus 150. DeChambeau, Rogers. I guess the thinking being DeChambeau can just blast his way through this. But Mickelson is the gambler of the bunch, at least that we know of. So I I do always think about him at plus 150 as he'll figure out, he'll think it through, right? 
He, I don't. I think he's always live at plus one fifty. Not that I'm betting it, by the way, but that that would be my one. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, the price is probably a little bit high. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. There's also something, you know, if you go down Narrative Street here, Aaron Rodgers' chance to finally beat Tom Brady, maybe, you know, obviously <laughs> it's not on the football field, yeah. but there might be something to that too. That's a, I don't know, what, what do you think the uh, the schmack talking level will be in that? And like, ha, because I I've, I don't consider them, some people do, some people think Tom Brady's so clever on Twitter and always has the right thing to say. I don't consider him like an off-the-cuff Great schmack talker. So I'm not expecting much there either. He did uh, seem to shoot the fair first arrow with, you know, we, we have championships or something like that, yeah. Phil and I. I think it was after Phil won the PGA championship, uh, basically touting his Super Bowl in the PGA versus what those guys have in their trophy case. Well, it's at uh, Moonlight Basin for those who are interested. Uh, what is it, July 6th? July 6th. Moonlight Basin at Big Sky, Montana. Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers, minus 185-ish. Uh, with uh, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady paired together at plus 150. And again, uh, Brooks Kepka's first uh, salvo on Twitter when he saw the matchup. I don't know if it was out of jealousy or what, but he immediately, he immediately tweets at Rodgers because he's paired with DeChambeau. Sorry, bro. Um, we'll dive then, into the handicap again. That'll be up at vcin.com. I'm probably going to have that up by Saturday evening or Sunday morning and give people a few days to read it prior to the match over the 4th of July holiday. Um but, you know, I, I think there is a lot of narrative street versus uh, an actual golf handicap here. All right. We'll actually get your golf handicap for this week, though. You Rocket Mortgage Classic next with Brady right here on the Numbers Game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our Visa experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on Visa.com slash MLB and our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at Visa.com slash subscribe. That's Visa.com slash subscribe. We get tweets at beating the book. Primetime, Cowboys underscore Cubs one. Mr. Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> slash young Gil, young Gilly. Uh, he's messing with me. Uh, did Brady meander or mosey into the studio? <laughs> good one. Good yeah, one. It's so funny what people pick up on. Stroll. Uh, Strut. Waltz. Bill McNeil. Uh, hey, Gil, can we start forming a line now to buy into Jason's potential hedge fund? Also, will it be named the Cloud of Smoke Fund? Just curious. Yes, it should be. Under the Cloud of Smoke hedge fund. That's what it should be. Jason Weingarten, who said that if Otani wins MVP, he's taking all the money. He wasn't joking, by the way. He's taking all that money, and he's starting a uh, a hedge fund where he will buy into gambling stocks. Okay. I love it. Anyway, just a thought. Investing right. full circle. Yeah. We can't talk about it on air, but, uh, you know, specifics, but that's what his plans are. Rocket Mortgage Classic, Brady. Oh, I got Rocket Mortgage Classic fever. Uh, here, are the, uh, here are the bullet points on it. Debuted in 2019. Replaced the Quicken Loans National on the PGA Tour. Um, weaker field by recent standards. 
Talk to us about that, if you yeah, will. Yeah, only 10 players in the world's top 50 in the rankings in the field this week. It, it is a pretty watered-down event. And uh, to your point there about uh, it beginning in 2019, this is only the third edition uh, at the Detroit Golf Club. So that's pretty cool that golf has come back to Michigan. We used to have the Buick uh, Open or Buick Championship in Warwick Hills years ago. I believe that was about 12 years ago. So it's nice that, I mean, Michigan has really got a lot of tremendous golf courses. So is it, it is good for the people there that uh, the PGA Tour now stops uh, just outside of Detroit at the Detroit Golf Club. It's a Donald Ross design. It's one of the easier courses on tour. It's extremely flat. It's the most flat golf course on tour. It's not going to be hard to hit fairways. It's not going to be hard to hit greens. I think for the most part, you can take most of the statistics off the tee, off the table, and this is going to be a golf tournament that's won from about 150 yards in. Who can who can get it close to the hole, who can make a lot of putts, and who can scramble when they miss the green? So I really looked at guys that had great short games this week, uh, guys that are good at strokes gain putting, scrambling, uh, and hitting greens in regulation. Um, I landed on Jason Kokrak. He is one mm. of the better players in the field. I got him at 25 to 1. I I've seen him as high as 30 and also at 28 to 1. 25, unfortunately, is about the lowest number on Kokrak. A two-time winner on tour this season. Won at Shadow Creek uh, earlier at the CJ Cup and then just won about six weeks ago at the Colonial. Um, he's fifth on tour in total driving, so long and straight. 32nd on tour in greens and regulation. 12th in birdie average, so he can go low. And he's also second on tour in strokes gain putting. Uh, and then I went deeper down the board really after yeah, that. Cameron yeah. Tringali at 42 to 1. Again, great short game. Alex Noren, an excellent putter. Also, what we have here as far as the putting surface is a blend between bent grass and Poana. And Alex Noren has been very good on that combination of surfaces. Uh, he's been very good at Torrey Pines, where uh, he lost in a playoff to Jason Day a while back. That's strictly Poana, but has also had very good finishes at the Genesis Invitational at Riviera where it is that bent Poana blend. Uh, Matt Jones, same thing, has had great uh, success at Pebble Beach and also at the Genesis. Another great putter, another great short game. Chris Kirk, I, I mean, all of these guys are kind of in the same category where they're not the necessarily, Kokrak's a long bomber, but the rest of these guys aren't necessarily bombers. They just have great touch and putting skills around the green. Mark Hubbard uh, is a guy that who has made, I believe, five or six cuts in a row, comes off of a 13th finish last week at the Travelers. Got him at 150 to 1, another great putter. And then Troy Merritt, who has three top 10 finishes in his last seven starts. And again, yet again, another good putter, great short game. So that's where I focus this week. We'll see if one of them can come through. Uh, again, a little bit of a crapshoot tournament because you have so few players at the top where you figure the cream is going to rise to the top. It, it, you just don't know who's going to go to the top here with, you know, probably 50 to 100 different players that could win this. Um, first of all, two things. One, Jason, can we have a uh, sounder made every time Brady says Poana? We have like a drinking game. <laughs> Ke and it should be Poana. Kelly Bidlin's voice or something yes. dropping a quarter into the jar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you did, to your point, though, you did, at least so far, I don't know, maybe there's more, you steered clear of DeChambeau and Reed and Fowler and names that others would be more familiar with. Yeah, I played Patrick Reed last week. I thought last week at the Travelers was going to be a real good week for him. I played DeChambeau, too. And that tournament didn't quite play out the way I thought it would. 
And DeChambeau really hasn't been in great form. I mean, obviously, he got to the top of the leaderboard and was leading the U.S. Open for a minute a couple weeks ago at Torrey Pines. But really, other than that isolated, you know, few holes that he played, he has not been in great form. His price is so short. Uh, Patrick Reed did not really fire at the Travelers like I thought he would. So I stayed away from those guys. And again, as far as the shorter price names, I went with Kokrak. Um, mm-hmm. He has not played since missing the cut at the U.S. Open, but he's had a great season. He's really turned into a world-class player, winning at Shadow Creek and winning at Colonial. This has best, uh, certainly been the best year of his career. So as far as the shorter prices, I went with him. And, you know, his putting prowess, second on the entire tour in strokes gained, uh, and his ability to make birdies, uh, that was the short shot I went with. And then after that, just kind of looked at guys that really are sharp on the greens and can roll in a lot of putts. That's what they say about a birdie fest is it becomes a putting contest. Mm-hmm. And that, that's also the very difficult thing that we talked about on long shots. Um, handicapping putting is the hardest thing to do. It's probably the most random of all stats. If a guy's a good iron player, if a guy's a good player off the tee, that's, pr- that's pretty much going to play out week in and week out. But as far as a putter, you could be the best putter in the world and have an awful four days, or vice versa. You can be the worst putter in the world and get really, really hot for four days. So mm-hmm. when you have a putting contest or what should be a birdie fest, uh, it's a little bit more of a difficult handicap, but I'm going to trust that one of these guys at least is going to get hot with the flat stick because that's what they've been doing all year long. Uh, you look at the winning scores in the two editions of this tournament to uh, oh, yeah. to exemplify how this is a birdie fest. 25 under par by <laughs> Nate Lashley and 23 under par by uh. Bryson DeChambeau. The prop up at the Westgate, the prop for the winning score is 24 and a half. And that's risky to go over that. I mean, how many times do you see a tournament finish with, you know, 25, 26 under par for a winning score? This ain't the U.S. Open. That's no. That's for sure. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. Well, It'll be fun to watch, though. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a little birdie fest to mix it up. Yeah, and then what is it, John Deere after that? And then are we at the, oh, then there's a couple more weeks, and then we're at the Open Championship. Yeah, it's after the Deer, I believe. Yeah, yeah. right after the Deer, right. Mm-hmm. Um, should be fun. And then we'll Coley. Talk- You've spoken with Ben. Yes. Uh, he'll be our guest on Long Shots for the Open Championship oh, nice. uh, from the U.K. He is always our go-to guy for the Open Championship. So I uh, just confirmed him earlier this morning. Can't wait to Any get guess? his insight. He's one of the best. Any guests this week? Uh, this week we had Johnny D. Simone. Johnny uh, D. Simone. Who uh, actually lives in Canada, but not too far from Detroit. So, again, we like to kind of have guys that have some insider knowledge that are regional to the week's location. Again, when, when it's at Rock Creek Park in D.C., I, I, I'm expecting I've got you down for that. Brady Cannon, everybody, hosting the Lombardi line at the top of the hour. Thank you, Brady, as you always. Bet. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm C.J. Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Saturday, $1 wager on the Clippers or Suns tonight into 100 with BetMGM. If either team hits a three, just one. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks. And get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details. And make sure to use promo code VSIN100. New customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C. or West Virginia only. Excludes. Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander. By the way, uh, Brady Cannon, who was kind enough to join us uh, moments ago, will be hosting the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi at the top of the hour. Uh, he also passed along that he has two head-to-heads in the golf tournament at the Rocket Mortgage Classic this week. 
Uh, he's got Siwoo Kim over Keegan Bradley. Uh, he notes uh, that uh, Siwoo is a Donald Ross course specialist versus Keegan, who's a bad putter in bad form currently. And then he's got Sung J.M. over Bubba Watson. And he adds that uh, Bubba has missed the cut at this event in both years of its existence. And he may still be smarting a bit from his unraveling last week on the final five holes of the Travelers. By the way, great handwriting from Brady that I was able to read that off the cuff. Excellent job. Let's talk hockey. Uh, we don't have soccer at the end of the show today because there's no Euro Cup uh, going on today. We get to the quarterfinals starting on Friday. So Paul Carr will join us later in the week at this hour. And typically we don't have Andy McNeil on Wednesdays, but it's game two of the Stanley Cup final tonight. Back in Tampa Bay with the lightning up one to nothing after the shellacking of the Canadians in game one. And basically everything Andy McNeil said uh, to do and would happen definitely manifested in game one anyway. So nice job out of you, Andy. Well done. Yeah, off to a good start on those uh, series wagers and any uh, series spread bets. I uh, like to keep that going tonight. Um, Alex Kalorn is not going to be in the the Lightning lineup, so that's a, a bit of a loss there. Tough pill for them to swallow. He's been a, a pretty key player on that second line with with Steven Stamkos and Anthony Sorelli, um, but, but not so much that he's uh, irreplaceable. Uh, it, it definitely moves the needle a little bit. Um, but, you know, based on, on some of the prices that I'm seeing out there, I'd be comfortable uh, laying minus 200 here on the Lightning uh, smaller. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there's even better. I've seen as low as minus 193, uh, I believe, out there. Um, so, I mean, there there's, there is some plus EV uh, in betting the Lightning here in, in game two, even without Alex Kalorn. Wow, um, but I'll be I'll be probably focusing on on props uh, like I did in in game one. Yeah, you beat me to the first question again. So uh, if you if you didn't get on the Lightning series or series spread prices uh, before game one, uh, you missed out. You missed out, <laughs> or you missed out, as Andy just said. And uh, but the, but the question wasn't uh, game two if you would take the Lightning, and you just said yes, you would actually play it small at the current price on the Lightning. But your point spread weekly piece, as you just alluded to, is uh, titled. Player props alluring in the NHL playoffs. Now, I'm guessing you didn't write that headline because I don't picture you as a guy that would say I never alluring. do. Elvis, yes. I always write really lame, boring headlines, and then the the guys at, at Decent dress them up a little bit to make me seem a little bit more exciting, which is, is hard to do. But, has, uh, has, the yeah. word, has the word alluring ever come out of your mouth, by the way? I'm just curious. Alluring. Yeah, it probably has. I think I like to think I, I have a pretty good vocabulary, oh. so I've probably used that once or twice. Didn't mean to um, insult your vocabulary. <laughs> All right, so player props. How are you playing? Because you, you gave a lot of player props in game one, and they were tremendous. Like, you almost hit all of them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. I didn't get to give them out on primetime action. I gave a, a couple out on a numbers game, but then, at, you know, throughout the day, I, I dived into it more, and, and I found myself on. Uh, a lot more, I think, 13 in total altogether, uh, and only one one loss. I mean, I laid Jeez. a lot of chalk, so uh, probably average prices of around minus 200. Um, so, you know, happy to get as many winners as I did, and it's it's, it's always going to be a, a pretty, I don't want to say stressful, but, you know, a lot of these players are, are on the same line. So, I mean, if one loses, there's usually another loser not far behind because a, a lot of this is correlated, but I think there's some value here in, in once again, betting Brendan Gallagher to go under uh, his point total, which is set at 0 0.5 uh, minus 185. I think that should be closer, you know, upwards of, of minus 250, maybe even higher. Um, Petrie, Jeff Petrie, another one minus 160 to go under his points total. This is all at Ben MGM, by the way. 
that is the sponsor of this show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Well done, Andy. Yeah, okay. Well done. So, so I'm, on, I'm on the right track. Uh, they've actually got really good player prop offerings over there at BetMGM, and it's, it's probably my first place to go and check out every day uh, when it comes to this stuff. So um, Jeff Petrie, uh, minus 160 to go under his player or points total. Uh, Nick Suzuki, minus 115 to go under his points total. I mean, you can even get crazy. You could lay Philip Deneau, uh, minus 225 to go under his points total. I, I mean, I just, you know, this is a very low total here. We're, we're implying uh, when we look at the the the, uh, the line right now, uh, I believe it's five shaded to the over minus one twenty five. It implies about a a five point two total. Um, you know, so there's there's not a lot of goals to to go around for the Canadians. Uh, you know, if, if things work out how we'd expect them to, uh, and and you know that should be spread with their lineup. So I'm I'm comfortable going uh, against a lot of these Canadian players. In fact, Alex Kaloran was the only Lightning player that I bet to go under his points total in the last game it won uh and i would do that again here but obviously he's not playing so uh but yeah suzuki um gallagher caulfield petrie deno um you could you can go under on on all of those guys for sure gallagher petrie suzuki deno if you want to get crazy and, and lay uh lay the minus 225 there uh i can see how they're yeah i mean i can see how it's feast or famine with these for sure well, the, the, the points, the, a little less uh, chalk on the points, some of these points props. Then you get into some of the uh, assist props, which is what I played uh, a few of last game as well. Like I laid, or I, I can't remember the exact number, but today uh, Cole Caulfield under uh, uh, to get no assists is minus 350. I think it should be closer to minus 575. So, um, you know, it, it, there's an edge there, but it's just a matter of whether you're comfortable, uh, you know, laying that big number to, to, to not really win a whole lot. Yeah. Caulfield, who was so huge, but as a goal scorer against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. For sure. Yes. Um, all right. I, listen, we, we're not going to have that many more opportunities to talk to you this season, and I know you're terribly distraught about that, terribly sad that the hockey season is, is closing down, Andy. So I, I want to just take this opportunity. We're going to have a few minutes here because if I, I may forget as this series progresses, because who knows, this could be a sweep. This could be five games. Um, we don't have futures markets up for next year in hockey rampantly. But just give me a sense, without prices, of a team or teams that you feel uh, will probably be undervalued, a team that sort of underperformed this year by your numbers, and you're like, that could be a sneaky team to uh, keep an eye on for a price when those markets are proliferating. Okay, you know, how I'm going to answer this right now is I don't really think there are any, you know, true contenders that underperformed in the sense that, you know, where uh, they, well, like I I think a lot of, for the most part uh, in the regular season teams perform pretty much how I expected them to outside of maybe the, you know, the Florida Panthers, uh, the Minnesota wild, a couple of, a couple of teams I performed or underperformed uh, my expectations, but um, you know, there's, there's like, let's take the Carolina hurricanes who, you know, I guess you could say underperformed, uh, not, not making it past the second round again here, uh, despite, you know, being the division champs and, and having, uh, you know, a pretty good chance to do so all things considered. Um, but, uh, you know, they're a team that, that has some question marks, Dougie Hamilton, arguably their best defenseman. Uh, you know, he's, he's been basically told to go to market, uh, in free agency and see what's out there. So is he going to be back? That's a, that's a huge question to answer, uh, for some of these teams. Uh, you know, where does Jack Eichel end up? There's just so much to, uh, to think about between now and, and, and next season. Um, I mean, the, the good teams are the good teams. Some will get better. Some will get worse. Yeah. Uh, but, but so much can happen. And I, and I really, you know, I mean, it, I won't. I won't have an opinion until I until I see the the futures market for next season. But 
um, you know, I, I guess uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, you know, there, there's always surprises, but I really I really can't pick a team that I think right now is like, okay, they're going to, they, you know, they were just there. They were almost there. I guess the New York Rangers, if anything, they would be the team that, that was right there this hmm. year. Um, but just couldn't get over that hump due to some injuries and whatnot. And then, you know, if they're uh, if they're able to have some injury luck next season, they should they should be a playoff team. What was the team that? Because I know how much you love spitballing on random subjects when I throw them at you. So I apologize. <laughs> but what was the what was the team that flummoxed you the most, like on a night to night handicapping basis this year? Was it the Islanders ultimately? Yeah, it, it was. It was because, like, I mean, if you combined, if you look at my team by team records, uh, how I did, uh, you know, betting against every team, the Islanders, that was my, by far the, my worst opponent. And then if you look at how I did betting on teams, uh, the Islanders were my, you know, <laughs> worst friend, I guess you could say yeah. like they, they didn't, they didn't do anything right for me. I couldn't you know, pick against them. I couldn't pick on them or pick them uh, and I couldn't pick against them. So it was, uh, you know, it was a tough season, but after that it would be the Florida Panthers. They gave me a lot of grief early in the season. Uh, but I think I actually finished positive, uh, you know, all things considered. And uh, the Minnesota Wild, I mean, just alone, just in the Vegas Golden Knights series alone, uh, that cost me probably six, seven, eight units uh, on the season, um, you know, playing against the Wild in that season series so much. Yeah, well, they, they, uh, they took the uh, Golden Knights to the brink in that series. Obviously, uh, Knights got past them and then met their fate. Was able to get some of it back in the playoffs, for sure, yeah. Yes. Yes, I know you were. Uh, Andy, always always fascinating. Um, one last question. This is just for me personally. Uh, should the Caps just blow it up, by the way? No, I mean, they, they've got a, a pretty good team there. But they've got that core that's just, uh, you know, it's, it's they're in the twilight of, of their career. Uh, can we, expect, I, I think can we expect a different outcome from, from that core? I mean, I mean they've, they've won the Stanley Cup. Anthony Manta, uh, you know, is a nice addition. Maybe they could build around around that and then see where it goes next season. Um, it was it was it was a pretty pretty screwy season, uh, and the Capitals, uh, you know, they they managed to 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 have a pretty good season despite you know facing a, a lot of uh, issues with with COVID and whatnot and injuries. So um, I, I think the team's all right, and they'll be a, a competitor for or a contender for for a few more years anyway. Screwy it was. Thank you for making me feel better about them. Uh, all right, props alluring. You got a bunch of them tonight. Whole bunch of under point totals. Uh, Gallagher, Petrie, Suzuki, Dano. And then uh, Caulfield under assists if you're so inclined. The Lightning. Try to get it done for Andy McNeil. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Good luck. Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler. Good luck to you with all your bets, whatever the sport. Lombardi Line, hosted by Brady Cannon. And, of course, Michael Lombardi next right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.